Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Pac-12 Media Day, presented to you by Circa Sports and uh, Circa Resorts and Casino, I should say. Uh, I'm not Mike Luke, and that's okay, because I am a U of A guy, just like uh, you guys all want, and I'm excited to do this. Uh, we're here at uh, Resorts World, uh, which is a, a pretty unique setup. It's pretty dope. We got Caleb Williams over here from USC talking to some of the media. We got uh, we got Jed Fish about to come on here at the top of the hour, <clears throat> and then we have Traden Stukes, who should be coming along here any moment now within the next 10 minutes so enjoy it's gonna be fun uh, and we're gonna go along for this ride for the next two days it's just gonna be me and you how about that Sean our producer is uh, is right here yeah yo, yo. uh, he's probably gonna pipe in every now and then because uh, being solo is just not fun you know what I'm saying so uh, if you have any questions in the chat please put them in there but again uh, we got a lot to get to we're gonna start off with uh, the commissioner of the Pac-12 George Kliakoff. Uh he had some comments today that were um he towed the company line people that's exactly what he did he exact he, he said exactly what we thought he was going to do he did not announce uh, a media rights deal but he did talk about the fact that a media rights deal will be announced shortly or soon or in the near future or however you want to phrase it which basically means that there is no media rights deal and they're still trying to figure shit out so here we are with that uh he talked about the conference being in the best place it's been in the last two decades again that's uh you could take that with a grain of salt. I don't really know if that's true, Sean. I really don't know if this is the best place the conference has been in the last two decades. But if you want to compare it to the Larry Scott era, it a million percent is in a better place than it used to be. I would say that. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like it's hard to say that's in the best place it's been. In. <laughs> You're losing your two, or at least your biggest moneymaker. But, I mean, there's there's reasons to be excited, right? Obviously, I heard some of the other people around here talking, just the excitement that Sander, the Sanders family spring, brings, for example. Sure, sure. Um, DJ Uyunglele. There's exciting things, but it's definitely not the... Uh, you're not going to get me to say that name. DJ Uyunglele? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say that name. I, lo I, I love that name. Say it's it again. Fun. DJ Uyunglele. DJ Uyunglele. 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 I believe. Uyunglele. There we go. That's a tough name to say anyway. Um, so... Anyway, um, it's, it's going to be fun today, folks. Uh, like I said, if you have any questions, put them in the chat. I'll get to them at the end of uh, the show. But in the meantime,
time we'll be talking to a couple different people. We're gonna have some fun. Um, they did put out. They did. They are gonna put out a statement about JDL and basically um, talking about that whole situation. And he's not going to be taking a tour uh, individually, but he will be speaking at the press conference. And um, we have been told that they are gonna make a statement, and that's the only thing that they're gonna address about that. And so when Jetfish comes on, just know that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about any of the stuff that's going on. Um, we know you want the answers to that, and hopefully when we get into the media scrum, we will have those answers. Um, but we've been told um, that that's, that's the only thing that they're going to address. So if, even if I ask right now, they're just going to shut it down. They might even end the interview. I don't know what would happen. So we're just going to go ahead and, and play fair game. We're going to see how this all unfolds. And then uh, in addition to that, we're going to talk to Trade on Stukes, like I mentioned before. But going back to the commissioner, um, Sean, I did not believe for a Second, um, first of all, I thought it was it was very apt. I forgot who at the end of the press conference asked and said, first, uh, when you say that you're not going to talk about a media rights deal um, because you want to focus, because the wording he used was, we want to focus on football today, and we don't want to distract from that. Uh, if you had a media rights deal, that would only no enhance yes. this. You know what I mean? No, like, I, I agree. If, if it was something to boost up, you wouldn't ignore it and walk away from it. This is something you would, you would want to draw attention to. Like, yeah. hey, folks, not only do we have one of the best players, you know, we have we have top-notch players in this conference, and we want to celebrate that, but guess what? You're going to be able to see it across the country because we got this, and we got this, and we got this. But that didn't happen today, Sean. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like that's they, they made the bed, so they had to figure out a way to spin it, right? Like, oh, we didn't want to distract. Yeah. But, I mean, the reality is, like you said, if they had the media rights deal, there's no questions about the media rights deal, unless it's a bad one, I suppose, which maybe that's the situation. If the media rights deal kind of sucks yeah. and they have it ready, then maybe they were waiting to – it's better to, to field questions and say we don't have anything as opposed to fielding questions about why the media rights deal is not that good. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, but I agree with you that it definitely doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You would have thought they – if, you, if they had it figured out, there'd be no distraction. Yeah, there, you, you would think so. You would say so. Um, uh, and then uh, the last thing that I would say is, is that when they were talking about <laughs> when they were talking about the media rights deal specifically, uh, they did, he did mention that the longer that they wait, the better the deal's going to get and the better the deals have gotten. Uh, and I just I just don't understand that. Um, I, I joked around with the guys, and I said, that's that's the pitch I probably should have used with my wife. Hey, the longer you wait to go on a date with me, the better this is going to get. Uh, maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't have worked. But I'm married now, so it's cool. I mean, you know, whatever I did worked. Uh, whatever the commissioner is doing is not working because they don't have a deal. And I don't feel like they're realistic about the, the promise of better deals to come, especially not in, in wake of all you're looking around the sports media landscape right now and things are throttling back like ESPN is making cuts people are laying people off uh, or entities are laying people off I just don't feel like we're being really genuine about the forecast of this conference right now and so it's a tough position for this and with Colorado being rumored to go to the Big 12 Arizona being rumored but not not all the way in it looks like Colorado is probably the, the most likely right now um, and Arizona would be a tier below that, and then it's everybody else. And with USC and UCLA leaving the conference next year, I, d I just don't, I just don't understand where we're going as a conference. You know? Yeah. No, I don't. I. Yeah. I mean, you said everything. I, it just doesn't. 
it just feels like a lot of lip service. Like they're just kind of lying yeah. to us. Like if anybody with with half a, a brain can look at the conference right now and tell it is not in the best position, and it's hard to believe that you're going to get the best media deal when the conference itself is not the most, or it's probably the least attractive it's been in recent history. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, like I said, folks, Trade and Stooks is uh, coming through here momentarily. Uh, we're excited to have him. But, um, you know, going back to the, the whole conference, I think one of the things that we need to focus on when we're talking about the conferences, there are a lot of good teams in this conference. And I would say in regard to uh, Klievkov's comments about this being the best, um, you know, situation or the best the conference has ever been in the last two decades, I, I would tend to agree to a certain degree. Uh, I think from yeah, a football I, perspective, from a I football agree. perspective, yeah. yeah. And we're talking about depth. I'm not necessarily talking about cream of the crop because you know there's nothing to compare to the 2005, you know, USC teams and stuff like that, right? But I mean, it's not like they don't have the cream of the crop. They have the defending Heisman winner. They so do have, they have the defending Heisman winner and, uh, and a national championship yeah. contender in USC for sure, a million percent. Uh, you have Washington, who is loaded, and they probably uh, would have. They had. A, they would have had a good chance of making the playoff last year if ASU hadn't beat them. Exactly. So there, there's yeah. a handful of teams, and then you, like you, we said earlier, DJ Uyunglele, yep. Shadur Sanders, like there's a lot of there was an influx of new talent and just pretty good talent that was here last year that's returning. I think each game outside of maybe like the Stanfords of the world uh, and even Cal, uh, yeah, Cal um, got put ahead of ASU in the, I, in the yeah, poll. I, I don't know about yeah. all that, but it did happen. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think uh, when you're talking about the the cream of the crop, there it's it's going to be exciting. Every game mm -hmm. is going to be like must see TV, I and I'm excited for that. And so. I mean even even Stanford, like Stanford Cal is always a game, even if they suck like yeah. it's a big rivalry so you know, you'll get good games from everyone in the conference I think yeah for sure so um, comments right now uh, Zona Tucson says he's fired up let's go Cole how embarrassing was the commish yeah I mean agree uh, Bcat says lies all lies <laughs> uh, so you know again uh, and then James says I don't understand why Arizona would even humor the idea of staying in this conference at this point there is no future here <clears throat> I, I mean I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I've, I've long said that the Arizona Wildcat program and ASU mm -hmm. together should go to the Big 12. Yeah. Um, I just feel like the future is much brighter there. I feel like, especially when from a basketball standpoint, they can get more out of this. And uh, right now we got Traden Stooks, uh, who is going to be joining us. He's coming around the corner right now. And uh, we're ready to go. Here we go. Traden Stooks coming on live uh, right here. How's it going, man? Good, how you doing? Good, good. Trayton, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Fantastic, fantastic. You excited? Yeah, I am. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling so hyped good up. now. <laughs> I'm awake, you know, it's been a little bit. I feel you. I feel you. It's a little, a little early in the morning out here in <laughs> Vegas, uh, but the temperature is the same. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone says that, but it's hot in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, folks, you were talking to the pride of Litchfield, Arizona, Litchfield Park, <laughs> Arizona, Millennium High School. Uh, first of all, um, how's your offseason going, uh, and, and, and how are you prepping for this season? What things did you look at, um, you know, from last season that, that you really wanted to focus on to improve this year? Um, well, yeah, I started by uh, putting some weight on for sure. And then how much weight? Where would we go? Where we start? Where are we at? Um, I was playing at about 183 last Ooh. season. <laughs> so yeah, I was a little on the skinnier side for sure. OK, I put on about like 10 pounds. Okay. So, you know, I've been and then uh, the next step was obviously getting used to it, um, getting my speed back. Um, 
at a, at a heavier weight. Yeah, because you used to run track and field in, in high school. I did, yeah. Okay. I did do a lot of track. Um, but, yeah, the, the offseason has been good. I've just been uh, focusing on my health, you know, keeping my body healthy, um, getting better in every, every facet of the game, you know, in the classroom. And physically, obviously, lifting a bunch of weights and stuff. You were uh, you were on the honor roll or something like that, right, at, at U of A? Or, or yeah, last last semester. There you go, academically. I got that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that I always find interesting uh, when it comes to college athletes and yourself, okay, you, you, you know, you, you grew up in Arizona, you know, you, you came through Arizona, um, you get down to U of A, um, first year, didn't, didn't get too many reps. You played a little bit, but not too many. Second yeah. year, a little bit more. Um, last year, significantly more. Uh, started seven games last year. Um, what what keeps you locked into the program as you move forward, and, and, and what makes you feel like now this is your third year, I'm sorry, uh, that you're going to be playing for Coach Fish, and, and you know what keeps you locked into this program and, and refuse to like maybe test the transfer portal and things of that nature? Um, yeah, I mean... I've always felt welcome here, even when, you know, when Coach Fish came in and inherited players that he didn't recruit and, you know, he brought in his own coaching staff. I never felt like I was an outsider. Like, I always felt like they, they did a great job uh, making it like a family-oriented place to play. So, I mean... Like it always felt good. What was the other part of the question? Uh, just you know, it, you know, a lot of players when they when maybe they face adversity, they they think, okay, well, I, maybe I can go find greener pastures elsewhere. What's kept you locked in here? Just the family environment. I mean, yeah, really, okay. yeah, it's really been that. And then my teammates, like, I've, I build connections with with the new teammates now. I've, I had connections with the team before, so. I mean, I really didn't want to leave these guys. I, I'm, I'm comfortable here. I, I like it. Okay. I like being in my home state, too. So, yeah, it all worked out for me. I mean, me. it's beautiful. I'm born and raised in Arizona myself, so I, I Where, feel you. Where are you from? Well, I'm, I actually grew up in Tempe. I was like oh, a mile yeah. away from ASU, but I'm a Wildcat because I went to U of A because I was there like, I'm go. not going to be down there. I'm not doing <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, one of the other things I, I did want to ask you, okay, everybody wants to know, can we get more than four picks this season as a secondary? <laughs> yeah, that is that is the one part we know we came up short. Um, you know, we we've been working on it. We we've been on the jugs, you know, all off season. So that's been the main focus for us is uh, you know, finding ways to get our hands on the ball for sure. For sure. Uh, what are your goals for this season? Like, what are you looking at in terms of like at the end of the season? If I get this, this is this accomplished, I'm gonna feel like I'm in, I'm I'm on the right track. I mean, yeah, for me, I don't really like to set, you know, uh, numerical goals. I like to just, you know, say I want to play my best each and every week. Like, I don't want to look back and be like, I wish I I wish I would have did this or did that. You know, I just want to make sure that I'm giving my all so that I can look back and be like, all right, if I messed up, at least I did it, you know, going full speed. Yeah, for sure. So. What, what What is the environment like? In a, in a Jedfish run program. Like, you know, listen, I'm not behind the scenes. I'm not in those locker rooms. I don't know what he says when we're passing him in the hallway. Like, what is the vibe and what, what does he do that, that just makes him unique? I mean, yeah, um, he's just as personable as he is with, with all of you guys. So, you know, he's always, you know, cracking jokes and stuff. But, you know, when it's time to get serious, he's serious. You know, he makes sure we understand what needs to be done, what the message is going into camp especially. So, 
Yeah, I think, you know, he does it as good as anyone I've ever seen. There's a lot of pride in Arizona. Uh, as uh, You know, like I said, you're, you're, you're from Arizona yourself. Um, you see guys like Elijah Rushing commit to U of A. And the dynamic is starting to change a little bit. And and I'm not I'm not trying to give them credit or anything like that, but I do like the fact that Kenny Dillingham himself is a, is an Arizona guy and both coaches are really embracing trying to get keep Arizona players in the state. Yeah. What does that mean to you and and how people just sleep on the talent that is in Arizona, don't they? Oh yeah. I mean that's obviously I'm biased, but I've just always felt like Arizona did not get enough uh, recruiting credit. You know, there is a lot of talent in Arizona and you know I'm glad to see that there's there's people understanding and realizing that there's there's elite players all over the state here so we, we know we know what what typically players and coaches are always going to say. It's only the, the next game is the most important game. I get it. I know. I yep. get it. However, there's always a couple games on the schedule that you're like, ooh, you know, Mississippi State, you know, USC. Like, what 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 games are you just you know you just know you're going to be excited to play in those games? Yeah, that's a good question for sure. Um, I think I, I am looking forward to playing USC. I had a couple of my guys. They transferred over there. And, you know, I still love them, but, you know, it'll be fun to go against yeah. them. Like, they're one of the first people I, I was, like, I felt comfortable with here. You always want to beat your boys. Yeah, you know, that's always <laughs> the best, you know, being your homeboy. Um, obviously, the rival game, you know, I'm from closer to yeah. ASU than U of A, so, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to win that one for sure. Got that one circled. Um... Yeah, I think uh, all the rest are, you know, they're going to be as important every this next game. You excited to go out to SEC country? Because um, you always hear about it, you know, it's I mean, always like you know, overhyped yeah. and like, oh, they're just a different breed out there and all this other stuff. I am like, yeah, I'm excited to see the, the environment for sure. It's going to be a long plane ride. And we're probably going to get back home pretty late, but that's the only part I'm not looking forward to. But, yeah, being in I, I am looking forward to seeing that, that culture out there. For sure, for sure. Well, Drayden, we appreciate you joining us on the show today. Uh, best of luck to you moving forward. Stay healthy and, and keep grinding, man. Thank you. Always. I appreciate that. All right, brother. Thanks we'll for having me. We'll see you, man. All right, Drayden Stukes, uh, phenomenal athlete, phenomenal secondary player, uh, defensive back for your Arizona Wildcats. We're excited to have him on the show. Uh, all right, man. Uh, um, um, uh, listen, uh, first of all, like when you're from Arizona, you represent the Four Peaks, baby. And uh, Four Peaks is one of the best craft breweries in the state. Uh, you should go check them out. Check out their brewery. They got a lot of cool things going on. Also, if you can't make it to the brewery, you should go check out our takeover um, that we will have uh, from time to time. And one of those takeovers will be at the Four Peaks Brewery. Go check out the Four Peaks Brewery anytime you go see a D-backs takeover at Chase Field. It's phenomenal craft beer. Um, the setting right there in, in right field. It's a gorgeous environment. We've been there. We've had a few drinks. Sean and I have, have had a few yes, beers sir. over there. Fantastic, right, Sean? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so uh, you can check out Four Peaks on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, the whole nine yards, at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Prub uh, to keep up with the latest Arizona's uh, at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks um, and please drink responsibly. And folks, as I mentioned, I know we're here at Resorts World, but tomorrow we'll be back at Circa. Uh, Circa, if you didn't follow our Summer League content, um, you, you should. You million percent 
percent should. You should come out because uh, Circa is phenomenal. The experience at Circa is second to none. Uh, the environment is just it's it's choice. It's We've been to several different casinos. You know that's what you do in Vegas. You hop, yeah. you casino hop, right? But Circa, I mean, first of all, I'm a big navy blue f uh, color guy. Oh yeah, the uh, the interior, oh, like man. the hallways. Oh man, it's beautiful. Mm. It's like matte the navy blue with the gold it accents. Is, it's luxurious. Like, I almost want to take that style and put it in my own house because it's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's, your office is kind of like that. Yeah, it's it got is. A lot of the dark it, blue. See, yeah, I got style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so you should come out to Circa Resorts and Casino because it is phenomenal. Uh, a three-story stadium swim, which is amazing. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It's amazing. <laughs> they got great music going on all the time. The drinks are fantastic. They got. Uh, uh, it feels like a million different places to eat inside, they including got a, Victory a, Burger. A poolside blackjack tables. <laughs> yep. Poolside blackjack tables. They got a 143 by 40 foot LED screen, and it's open 365 days a year. Six pools, two spas. What more can you ask for? So check them out at CircuitResorts.com. You can go to any any of those Circuit Resorts. I'm sorry. You can go to Circuit Resorts and have a, a, a phenomenal time. It's just second to none check them out um and make sure uh that you follow them on twitter and instagram as well because they do a good job of socialing out any um any any type of uh deals that they have so um check them out circuitresorts.com all right uh first of all trading was fan fantastic um he he's uh you know he was a walk-on and now he's one of the leaders uh, the fact that he's here as uh, as a representative from the school speaks volumes about who he is as an individual so excited that he was able to join us uh and here in about 15 to 20 minutes jed fish will also be joining us as well um but it listen man this is this is going to be a very important season for jed fish and company and the reason why is because they have a lot on the line and let me let me just say like this Pac-12 rankings obviously they came out and arizona was was placed eighth I I'd like to say place because I don't really feel like the rankings do it justice. I just feel like from an overall perspective, Arizona might be eighth in the conference in terms of where they were placed, but I feel like they're going to be better than that. Um, so let's go through this conference right now. ASU, 10th, um, and then Colorado was placed 11th, and that's where U of A was a year ago. They were placed 11th in the pack, and um, and they exceeded expectations. They finished up 5-7, and seven, and they had a couple games that they could have they could have won to get them bowl eligible, and we all know that. We're all heartbroken. That Washington State game towards the end of the season, to me, was just such a deflating game and um, you hope that they improve this season um, let's start off let's go down the schedule and I'm going to give you my predictions as to what I think is going to happen first of all you know they're going to get the dub against NAU that's easy cakewalk um, they should murder them they should put up a hundred burger on them uh, number two at Mississippi State that's going to be really tough and and I'm not trying to give Mississippi State credit but the fact that you got to travel across the country you got to play is different you got to play in a you know a swampy ass stadium um, the humidity is just different like you gotta catch your breath when you get off the plane like it's a little bit different all the way across the board so I'm gonna chalk that one up as an L I hope they surprise me it has happened before I've even seen my other alma mater Kansas State going to, to, to Starksville and beat Mississippi State in in a similar setting so it can be done they'll come back home and then they'll beat UTEP I feel like they'll be two and one at that point as they head into conference season and then they'll beat Stanford because Stanford is trash um, and uh, they will be three and one at that point and then here comes kind of the murderers row back-to-back uh, -back games against washington at home and then usc on the road that's really really tough um 
you can beat Washington, but you you've got to play defense. You've got to play elite defense. You uh, listen. Uh, I, I, why can I not remember the quarterback's name? Lefty. Oh man. Quarterback, uh, Washington. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Penix. Uh, he's going to be a, a top 10 NFL draft pick because he's got arm talent out mm. the yin-yang. Mm. Um, and then you got two of the best quarterbacks in the conference in back-to-back weeks. And then you got Caleb Williams, who could be the potential number one overall pick, um, maybe future Arizona Cardinal. We'll <laughs> see. Um, and so that's just a tough sledding. I'm going to chalk those up as L's. So now you're 3-3 three and three as you go to Washington State. Big game on the road. And I think this is where the the, the season turns okay you've just gotten through halfway through the slate they got to get that win at, at washington state that's not an easy road game nobody wants to go to pullman pullman is terrible nobody wants to go up to that you know middle of nowhere washington mm-hmm. um they'll get the w there because that's where everything turns around i do believe they're going to be oregon state at home and i do believe they're going to beat ucla at home and back-to-back home games and i do believe they're going to go to colorado and they're going to spank that ass Dion's not ready for this they're he's not ready for that whole squad is not ready for this um and then they'll come back home they might take the l against utah cam rising is just fantastic i'm cam still rising. i'm still not over the uh oregon state oregon state I mean, oregon, state. I, oregon state is legit don't get Tough. me wrong but again one of the best defenses in the conference last year I, I, again uh i've seen this before with oregon state when they had a decent squad and then they come to u of a in the middle of october and it's still kind of warm yeah, and it's just a different environment it's just it's just different fair. right yeah. um and then they wrap up the season of course at asu uh, we're we're throwing those forks down, baby, because we don't we're not losing to ASU uh, this year. That'll be back to back seasons. I feel like we're going to be ASU. So um, so we'll see. Sean's going to just put himself on mute because he can't respond to this. Not on this show. You can say it on your show if you want. But um, I, I'm excited about what's about to happen for this squad. Um, that's my prediction. I think eight and four. Um, is possible. I think six and six, and really seven and five. Seven. They hit seven and five. I'm going to be extremely satisfied with the direction of this program. Six and six. You did. You, you accomplished your goal of getting to a bowl. But I'd like to see seven and five or better. I, I, think, I think that's. I think, I think that's reasonable. I think that's fair. I think. That's I had a couple upsets in there. Yeah. No. I mean, obviously, like you said, the, the Oregon State, UCLA. That's. I mean, those aren't going to be easy. Um, and then obviously, I'm not going to. The, the, the ASU game is just—it's—it's it's a robbery. Anything can happen in that, yeah, so it's, it's sure. hard. It's hard to know. Um, and obviously, ASU is a pretty big question mark, new coach, and all that. But um, I definitely think it's possible. It, it, would you say that anything less than bowl eligibility is a failure? Yes. Yeah, agree. you can't go five and seven last year and then not and, not and then do the same thing this yeah. year. Like that just is—that that just can't happen. So. Um, Listen, I would like to see it. I would love to see y'all come into that the Territorial Cup well, with that's, a great record. That's the other thing that even the most ardent Arizona yeah. fan who hates ASU can admit that, like, we want these games to matter at the end of the season. Yeah, like, 100%. was a fun-ass end-of-the-season rivalry game. Pac-12 South yeah. on the line. Um, it, it was just phenomenal. And, uh, and a New Year's Six Bowl game was on the line as well because Arizona won that game, ended up going to the Fiesta Bowl. Um, um, and so, so uh, you know, those are the things that, that we want to 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 focus on. Um, and so, uh, you know, one of the, the other things um, th- that as as we try to navigate this season um, is 
that, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're focusing on development and how things are going along for this team. Um, we really want them to improve year after year. And the way Jed Fish's program has improved year after year has, has been significant. And I think the player development that they've shown that they can, they can build, mm -hmm. they've really got a professional mindset. And I, and I like that. I think that that is going to be um, beneficial to this program as they move forward. So um, just a lot of cool things that are going on within this with this within this uh, this realm. Yeah, I guess you could say. I agree. And then listen, not to keep bringing up ASU, but it's my favorite reference. Like before Kenny was hired, like I said a number of times on that ASU show that ASU should be trying to hire a coach like Judd Fish. Like you could clearly see, especially with where U of A was prior to Jed Fish and before, especially before last year, like it obviously was, was not very good. And Jed Fish at the very least provided excitement for and hope for U of A fans. And I think that's all you could really ask for when you're at a, a, the program was in the state that it was. Um, and he, he's done more than that, I think, at this point, um, especially with some of the, the transfers and, and obviously JDL just as a player is, is, is terrific. So uh, that doesn't obviously happen without Tommy Lo or with Jason, without Jed Fish. No, Tommy not Tommy Lord either. Uh, well, Tommy obviously a great coach in his own right, too. Um, <laughs> without Jed Fish, that obviously doesn't happen. So um, for sure. Uh, from an unbiased college football fan perspective, he's obviously one hell of a one hell of a coach, yeah, or at least a, one hell of a program builder. Well, yeah, and I think this is this is the year, folks, that we're going to test and we're going to find out a lot about Jed Fish. Can he take this program from from one win a couple years ago to now five to a bowl game and then beyond? Can you see that? that projection you know uh, listen you're either going up or you're going down and one one thing you don't want to do is thwart your own momentum and I think Jed Fish has an eye on that um, he's been able to recruit at a high level mm -hmm. obviously with Elijah rushing and, and multiple other recruits that have committed to this program um, and, and in state he's focused on in-state players especially down in Tucson which is great you you got to take care of your own hood yeah uh, I mean, we can't yeah. I mean I if you don't know how I feel uh, about the former coach before Jed Fish, uh, I'm here to tell you that was an abject disaster. And I absolutely I, I don't think there's a coach in the history of sports that I've d d detested more than Kevin Sumlin. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even make an effort at Bijan, correct? No, yeah. didn't even try. Uh, not only that, but like he just he didn't try in general. Yeah, like it just kind of the vibe it gotten. was such a lack of effort. And he just took the check and went home. And it was just it was terrible from the jump. It was awful. Um, you could see it. Uh, I was on board with it at the time mm -hmm. when they when they made that hire. But but now they're in a much better position because, again, you have to build the foundation from the ground up and you couldn't get any lower than when Jed Fish came in and took this program over. And now he's built it into uh, a, a decent program right now mm -hmm. with the hopes that it'll be a significantly stronger program moving forward. And I'm very excited about that. And I'm also excited about the fact that this rivalry game with ASU and U of A is going to be was going to be more significant, I feel yeah. like, this year. Because oh, I agree. Kenny Dillingham's going to try to set the tone himself over at ASU, and there's a lot of things on the line over there. Um, they have some talent, too, and I, I would say I wouldn't sleep on them, but I just feel like U of A is ready to take that next step. Um, I feel like the program's in a little bit of a, of, a, of a further place down the road because they've been in the program for a couple years. And more importantly, I feel like players are going to start identifying with this program as a professional type of program like they do. I'm not saying they're going to be Alabama people but I'm saying that that mindset has to be the same because players want to get to the league they want to get to that next step they want to make money and you can't
can't do that if you're playing for some bum-ass program. You have to be an elite program or at least a respectable yeah. program. And now I feel like Arizona, if they make a bowl game this year, will be a respectable program moving forward that you can always point to and be like, yeah, they got their shit together. They know where they're going. The trajectory is good. I want to go play for the Wildcats. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, uh, I don't think it's unfair to say that the program was a bit of a laughing stock prior to, to Jetfish. Yeah. And that is not an easy thing to overcome, right? Like, it's one thing for the program to just kind of be bad or middling. Like, you could be Texas, for example, who's just kind of always average, and they don't really accomplish anything over the last decade, 15 years. That's one, but... It's another thing to be losing to your biggest rival, 70-7, yeah. for example. And to recover as fast as Jedfish seems just to have. You just have to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's one thing for Jedfish to recover as fast as, like, like the speed at which this program has become respectable again is, is super impressive to me. Yeah. It's not something that every coach would be capable of doing. For sure, for sure. Um, you, like I said, momentarily we will have Jetfish on the program uh, as, as people start to make their way around this uh, this media row, if you will. Just had Kyle Whittingham. Uh, he's literally right next door. He's a lot bigger than I thought yeah. he was. Man, he is jacked. Sometimes I forget that head coaches also played football before yeah. and like some of them are, are, are <laughs> big dudes. Some, some of them. Some I don't think Jet, Jetfish, I don't think he if he played, he was probably like a kicker or something. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not a little tiny guy. He's a little taller, though. He's a little taller. He's taller. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's average. He's an average yeah. person. He's not a, you know, he's not stacked. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, I kind of lost my track. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, as always, though, um, if you want to be jacked, don't take OGs because that's not going to do it for you. But OGs will get you uh, living life to your fullest because it is a ph phenomenal brand. Uh, check them out at ogsbrands.com. It is one of the best edibles in the game. Uh, you can check the it out. Best edible, yeah. It is the best edible in the game. Um, you, listen, the Happy Balance one-to-one -one CBD THC ratio to me is the best edible that they have. Uh, you can get it in strawberries and cream. Uh, it is just when you want to mellow out, you got some aches and pains. Like I woke up this morning with a damn bum ankle. I don't even know what happened. All we did was walk to a casino to gamble across the street. It wasn't even like we walked miles. And then I woke up and I'm limping and stuff. I, after this, I might have to pop an OGs and just chill out for a little bit and just kind of vibe uh, over by the circle pool. So uh, check them out at OGsBrands.com. Don't miss it. Uh, don't miss when it comes to flavor and effect. So get your pink lemonade gummies while you can. It is limited edition. It just came out. Uh, check out OGs Brands at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years of age or older to purchase. And then also, a couple dudes got together. They started making some cool shit. Uh, and you can get some cool shit at Saturday Neon. We have one of the big U of A lights like you've seen on Mike's uh, wall behind him. You can go to Saturday Neon and get one of those yourself because Saturday Neon is legit where it's at. Uh, you, if for any purchase over $200 by using promo code PHNX, you can save 10% off your order today. They also have a big long sign that says bear down um, that you can get. Uh, and they only represent the best of the best. That's why they don't represent That's ASU. crazy. That's <laughs> uncalled for, but understood. The sign, I was, was going to get on here and say, I don't even like U of A, but the sign looks really nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. Uh, it, it does look really nice. It, uh, it has a remote switch that you can dim uh, the neon on. It, dude, it's just awesome. They give you all the, the, the tools that you need to anchor it to the wall. It, it's a, it's a one-stop shop, Kip. It, it just, it's fantastic. So check them out, SaturdayNeon.com. Save yourself some cash uh, for any order over $200. It's going to be awesome. Uh, as we wait for Jedfish to come over here. 
Let's talk about the the future of this conference. Uh, let's go back to George Kliakoff. Uh, we, you know, I know Mike has mentioned it m- millions of times. Um, Mike has talked to Jason Shear on this on this show about where this conference is going. Um, one of the things that I think. Um, one of the things that I think is in the best interest of Arizona from a non-football perspective is definitely going to the Big 12. Um, and I think from a football perspective, to some degree, you could say it's a good move, too, just because of what you're missing out on in this conference. Because you've got to assume at some point Washington and Oregon are going to make a move. Yeah. I, I just don't see how they're going to stick around the Pac-12 um, with with no other elite program to, to supplement them. There's no U, U, USC. USC is the bell cow, obviously, of the Pac-12. Like that's undeniable. They they have multiple national championships. They have they get the best players. Um, you lose them to the Big Ten, which is asinine in itself. And I I, I still can't wrap my head yeah. around the fact that USC is literally going to travel to <laughs> was it Piscataway, New Jersey, to play the, the Rutgers. Rutgers. That is the that is literally you can't get much further. You can go just, play Maine if you want. It's just crazy to me that that might happen. So um, not might it's going it's coming yeah it is happening um it's just nuts i don't i i just don't understand it and but but regardless you got to focus on what's best for for this conference and for this school and this franchise or not franchise this school i just feel like they need to make the move to the big 12 because i think football wise you can still be dominant you can still grow within that that conference you have tcu who just made it to the national championship um we'll see if they're a one hit wonder or not could be, uh, but you have good programs like Texas Tech, um, Houston's joining Houston, the, the BYU, Cincinnati, BYU, UCF Cincinnati, all yep. joined. Yep, exactly. Like uh, West Virginia is not no slouch. Kansas State. It's just definitely the third best conference. Like it oh, is obviously the Big Two, and then the the Big Twelve is is on a different level than the ACC and Big Te- or Pac twelve at this point. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I do feel like in the last couple of years they've taken that leap above the ACC, especially with Clemson kind of falling back. Which to is the impressive, pack. losing Clemson or losing Texas and Oklahoma. Like yes. the still be a respectable conference a million percent so from a football standpoint this is the move this is what you got to do and um and and we're excited for that um but you gotta you gotta make sure that um that you're ready to go and as i say that of course the man of the hour right here the one the only mr coach jed fish coach how's it going man Great. How are yeah, you? I'm fantastic. Uh, thanks for joining the program. Uh, usually it's Mike Luke here giving you, uh, you know, the business, but uh, it's me today. Okay. So let's have some fun. First of all, how are you doing? How's your off season? How's everything going? I'm um, doing great. I just got back from a little bit of a vacation, took a couple of weeks away, and uh, feel great, feel refreshed, and can't wait to uh, get back with our guys and uh, start things up again. Uh, I guess Monday, August 1st. Uh, as you evaluate everything over the course of the last couple of years, um, how, how would you feel in terms of when you took this job and your mindset and the vision for where you're going, would you say you guys are on track with, with how you projected us to, or you to be? Yeah, well, I don't think you ever know. I mean, you're taking over a program that their last game that they played was a nine-touchdown loss to their rival. So you don't really know the where really the program is until you get there. And then uh, you got to really spend that first year just trying to assess the program. And I, I called it year zero. And I said, we got to really see what this program looks like then start to build. And last year was really about the build. And then this year for us, it's about 
earning the right to have these conversations, earning the right for people to say, you know, you're you should be a bull team, or well, you know, will you be a, a top 25 team, or you know, how good your offense going to be? And when you ask, when people start asking you those questions, you got to earn the right to have those answers. And uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. We're probably in that where I thought we would be um, going into year three. When you talk about players taking a leap, right? Um, what does that look like to you? And who do you hope will take that next step for you going into this season? Well, I would start by saying bigger, stronger, faster is always where it starts. Um, you know, what type of commitment have they made in the weight room? The next thing I would say is what type of leap are they making when it comes to um, film study and football knowledge and football acumen and football intelligence and how are they doing in that regard? And then finally, um, I would say that that leap comes from maturity and what type of teammate are they? Uh, I'm counting on guys like Jaden um, to be a big leader for us. Um, counting on Jacob Cowan and Mike Wiley and Jordan Morgan, who all chose not to leave to go to the NFL to come back. And when they're going to chose to do that, now you got to lead. You got to lead. Uh, defensively, we brought in uh, Bill Norton from Georgia. Bill knows what it looks like to win a national championship. Bill, tell the guys what that feels like. Justin Flo from Oregon. Daniel Hamili from Washington. You know, when you look at those guys, these guys are guys that brought in, you know, 11 wins, 12 wins, 13 wins, whatever it might be. They're going to be the ones that have to share that message on what it feels like. When you, you just mentioned JDL. Let's talk about his season last year. A little erratic from time to time. Um, when, when you're talking about on the field and, and just emotional maturity, uh, what kind of conversations have you had with him in order to get the very best with him consistently uh, this the next season? Yeah, I think every day is a conversation. Um, and last year, there was a lot of learning. He had to learn me. I had to learn him. He had to learn the offense. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I've said this, that we were the only quarterback coach that didn't have any experience together in the conference. Um, you know, you look at the guys that transferred in, they all had experience. You know, Caleb with Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma or Michael Penix was at Indiana with DeBoer. Um, you know, at Washington State, came from Incarnate Word. You know, so when you look at that, those experiences, we didn't have that. So we had to get to know each other better there. Um, and I think that part of that has to do with him growing up. Part of it has to do with um, his maturing and his understanding the offense. Uh, it's not the same offense as he was accustomed to. Yeah. So it got hard for him at times. And when it got hard is when we started seeing some interceptions, when we started seeing some challenging plays, you know, three against Cal, four against Washington State. Um, when we could avoid those, games like Washington, games like Colorado, games like USC, games like UCLA, ASU, um, you know, he was as good as anyone in the country. So every day we talk about growing up, every day we talk about maturing, every day we talk about making great decisions. And, you know, what Jaden has to do is realize that, you know, he's 21 or 22 years old, and every single day is going to be a challenging day for him to be able to grow and learn and how to become a professional player and or certainly an elite college player. You know, in this day and age of NIL and the, the transfer rules seemingly just being a free-for-all, um, Coach, if I was, you know, if I was third string, and I felt like I should be the starter. What's 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 the conversation you have with a guy uh, to, to, to keep their mind right and say, hey, you know, focus on the prize in terms of, uh, you know, it's not always greener on the other side. You know, the grass isn't always green. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge is when you have that conversation, it's you have to tell them, like, time is okay. It's okay to wait. It's okay to get better. It's okay to improve. Um, 
the Arizona degree is a good degree. Yeah. Where do you want to go to? What are you thinking you're going to – if you're the third string at Arizona, where are you going to go play? And who's going to take you? And what does that decision mean? And now is the education not going to be as good? Is the experience not going to be as good? Is um, – you know, you're, you're two plays away, as we know. But more than that is – why do you need to just pick up and go? There's only going to be 22 starters. You knew that when you signed to yeah. come here. Uh, we didn't tell you we're going to sign 85 starters and <laughs> we're going to play, you know, 42 yeah. on 42, right, yeah. with a kicker. So because of that, it's clear that you have to recognize that there's a competition that goes into it. But don't run away from competition. Embrace it and, and see how hard you can work. I think the biggest challenge is guys would prefer to leave than work hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, I think one of the other things I, I would say is, you know, I, I asked you about the leap question, but who's got you excited this year? Like, I mean, I can't wait to see them actually in a game instead of just practice to see how they perform, like, uh, just just in general. There's got to be a couple dudes that you're just like, oh, man, I love the I way they I can't wait hit. to see T-Mac. Yeah. yeah you know, I can't wait to watch what, what T-Mac does this year. Uh, I think he's going to make the biggest jump on our team. You know, remember, he was only a freshman last year. And uh, I can't wait to see that jump. I can't wait to see Mike Wiley. Mike Wiley and Jonah Coleman. I think our running backs are really, really good. And that's going to be a huge jump. And then, you know, there's a, I have this intrigue of Justin Flo. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Well, this guy's the number, let's call it, number one player in the state of California when he came out. Mm -hmm. Highest ranked player. What does that look like? You know, what does this five-star linebacker look like on our field? Uh, what, what, what type of plays is he going to create? What type of plays is he going to make? So I would say those four guys right now are standing out to me, but uh, clearly I always want to see our quarterback play at the highest level. I can't wait to see Jordan Morgan back. Uh, he's dominated rehab. So now it's a matter of seeing how he handles um, being back in action. You know, I don't like to say goals because goals, I feel like, put a ceiling on what you can achieve. Um, so I like to say thresholds instead so you can just pass them by. Um, this year will be a successful season if we stay healthy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know wins and losses. I, I, I don't know. Do we go be great? Go be great. You know, I, I, I've challenged our program and I've challenged our university and our team to, to go be great. Go be great at football. Don't just be good at it. Don't be average at it. You know, figure out a way that everything is going to, you know, matter to you that you're going to go be great. Yeah. And you're going to go find a way to really take this thing to a whole other level. Yeah. I mean, like John Wooden said, it's not about wins or losses. It's just about the process, right? Yeah. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That's Coach Jed Fish for your Arizona Wildcats. Uh, thanks for joining us on the program today. Uh, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm hyped up. I'm hyped up about, uh, you know, the future of this program. Uh, and they're in good hands with that gentleman, folks. Uh, and as always, you can be in good hands if you just, you know, throw on uh, some Shady Rays with your hands. How about that? You know, Shady Rays, one of the best uh, glasses, sunglasses in the game. You should check them out. Um, and exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code PHNX for 50% off of two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250.
50,000 people. And then you can wear those Shady Rays on the patio of Illegal Pete's because Illegal Pete's is some of the best Mexican food you can get in the Valley. Check them out over at Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for summer. Kick back and enjoy an ice-cold margarita or cool off with a high uh, with a bucket of high noons. I mean, that, who doesn't like a bucket of high noons, especially know, in yeah, the middle of a hot-ass summer A day. handful of people drinking high noons last night, and it's, it's nice and warm <laughs> up here, so it sounds good at Illegal Pete's. Yeah, and you can get five of them at Illegal Pete's for just $22. Which so is like the fan. price of one in Las Vegas. <laughs> exactly. Unless you're, unless you're at the slot. Uh, uh, so that's true. At the uh, tables, if you're playing, drinks are free. There we go. Just keep, <laughs> keep, keep them coming, baby. Uh, and don't forget to follow uh, at Illegal Pete's on Instagram to stay updated on all their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned on their stories to win free tickets to the concerts you are dying to see. How about that? Like, they give back if you just uh, invest in them. Illegal Pete's is here to make this summer one for the books. Uh, it already is one for the books, folks. Uh, it is hot as hell out there, um, but it's cool inside here, and it feels like the temperature of this U of A program is also getting hotter, just like the temperature. So hopefully they can keep it going. We appreciate you for joining us today on this episode of the AZ Wildcats podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Wildcats. Uh, you can follow me at Saul underscore Bookman. Mike Luke is out probably like jumping in the rivers of Lake, uh, what is it, Lake Min Minnetonka? There you go. Or it's Lake Tahoe or whatever. It doesn't matter. He's out there having fun. Uh, a well-deserved time off. He tried to do this show from the road, and I refused to let him because brother needs a day off. So I'm here, <laughs> substitute for him. I hope you guys tolerated me and appreciated uh, some of the interviews that we brought today. Always, always back the A. And we will see you tomorrow for another special edition of the PHNX Wildcats podcast, or the AZ Wildcats podcast here on PHNX Sports. Until next time, bear down. <laughs>